Hello everyone, it's Thomas the Mind Guy here, and I'm going to do this next episode on manifestation. I will also say the content in this episode is more valuable to me than 99% of what I learned in school. There's so many articles out there on the law of attraction and the keys to manifesting, and each of them do a good job mentioning many of the steps. Although, This episode is going into the full and complete steps to manifesting, as well as some helpful hints on how to master them. You'll discover you need to use many different invisible laws of the universe to make this happen. I also want to say that all of these steps are not easy, and some take more time to learn and master than others. If you study these steps and practice them, you'll be one of the happiest people on this planet because you'll be able to manifest your dreams into reality. I know there is this craze when it comes to the law of attraction, but it's not as simple as just thinking about what you want. If you're a fan of the law of attraction, then you might be a fan of Abraham Hicks. Or maybe you know of Neville Goddard, who asks you to focus on the feeling of receiving something. The modern-day version of Neville Goddard is Joe Dispenza, where he hosts these workshops teaching you how to feel yourself into the future in order to heal the body and become the person you want to become. Whoever you follow or listen to is wonderful because all of them go into greater detail on some of the steps to manifesting objects and experiences into reality by using the mind. I remember after I hit bottom at the age of 28, I was searching for something to save my life. I hated my life. I didn't have a future to live into, and that is a very scary place to be in. Without something to look forward to, all that remains is immense pain from the past. I stumbled upon the movie The Secret, which is all about the law of attraction and manifesting. I took careful notes and followed all the steps, only to discover that it didn't work for me. I believe the people who were interviewed in the documentary were being honest about using the technique successfully. Although all the time, although at the time, I wasn't exactly sure why it didn't work for me. I do know it was really hard to be grateful and appreciative for the things in my life. I was pretty much living in hell. I guess that would be a good example of the state of mind I was in. It took me another eight years to realize that the concepts in The Secret were accurate, but there was still a lot of information missing from the movie. I'm going to share with you the missing steps. There are eight steps to manifesting, and I'm going to share them with you in detail here in this podcast. I'll state, I'll state all the titles in a brief description for each of the steps so you have a gauge of what I'm going to be talking about. And then I'll go into each of the steps into greater detail. Number one is vision. It's an initial concept or idea or goal. Number two is desire. It's energy in the form of emotion, also known as excitement. Number three is belief, beliefs that are stored in the unconscious mind. Number four is acceptance, total acceptance of your beliefs and the process. Number five, intention a choice or decision. Number six, acts, act as if. Act as if you've already received it. Number seven is allowance, opening yourself up to receiving. 
And number eight is support, taking actions that support the vision. Let's discuss the first step to manifesting. The first step is actually formulating an idea of what you want to manifest into your reality. We often see things out in the world and we become fascinated by certain things. We are drawn to them because we imagine what it would be like to have those things. These things include homes to live in, romance, travel destinations, toys, gadgets, awards, titles, and the list goes on and on. Our imagination is the great faculty of our vision because we can see ourselves in these situations. Here's the most important thing you need to know about the vision step. You want to be specific. You are using your unconscious mind as the access point to manifesting. And your unconscious mind is a quantum computer with massive storage capabilities. Even though it's a powerhouse, the way it communicates is like that of a young child. So if you say you want a house, your unconscious mind can interpret that in a lot of different ways. Maybe you grew up poor in a tiny rundown home. Well, that is what your unconscious mind could associate with the word house. The unconscious mind will then believe that is what you want because you weren't specific enough. You want to go into greater detail like the size, number of rooms, the color, the shape, the location, and get as specific as you can because refining the details of your vision will assist the unconscious mind in knowing exactly what you want. Just saying that you want to be a great actor is one thing. Now imagine yourself receiving an Oscar at the Academy Awards. Be specific on the vision. The second step to manifesting is desire. If you have ever read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, then you already know that desire is one of the steps of becoming rich as defined in the book. Just like the secret, there are some finer details missing in the book around mindset in Think and Grow Rich. And think and grow rich. Here's the first step of the process that gets tricky because this is a learned skill. Desire is simply the emotion of excitement. It gives energy to the vision you created and without energy you have nothing. You need to practice thinking about the things you want and getting excited about having it in your life. Some people develop patterns of getting things they don't really want and are simply living a life of survival, meaning they are reacting to life situations and not consciously creating life. Situations and circumstances arise and they address them as they come up. This is where the law of cause and effect comes to play. Some people are at the effect of what life brings to them. Instead, you want to be the cause of what enters into your life. This means you have to actually think about the things you want, which you'd be surprised a lot of people don't do this. You'll then have to practice building the desire for the things you want, and this will take some time to master. There's another problem with desire. The problem being is that without step number three, you can't have step number two. Desire is directly correlated with belief which is step number three in the process. This is my area of specialty because I am an engineer of the mind and I help people discover and clear limiting beliefs. Although there are many different facets of the mind, there are tools out there not only to clear limiting beliefs, 
but also tools to integrate conf conflicting internal parts, clearing negative emotions, and the elicitation of values. For simplicity's sake, I will keep step number three in the arena of beliefs. If you don't believe you deserve the vision you created, then it will kill your desire. You need to believe you deserve the things you want to manifest. Otherwise, you can't fully experience step number two of the process. Typically, it's not just one belief either. It is a compilation of many beliefs around your abilities derived from past experiences. You not deserving something is often connected to beliefs around worth, too. If there is a lack of self-worth, it will kill desire in its tracks. Summed up easily, limiting beliefs are the stopping point to desire. How many people have these great ideas and they just fizzle out of existence? I know I have been that way in the past. One of my favorite quotes by motivational speaker Les Brown states, The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled. The books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dream. The real detriment to our dreams are limiting beliefs and programs stopping us from going all in with our visions. If you never had that moment where you were super ex if you ever had that moment where you were super excited for an idea, the reason you stopped pursuing it was due to the limiting beliefs stored in your unconscious mind. I don't typically plug myself in these episodes, but if you want to overcome limitations, go to my site and email me for a free consultation. Once you clear the limiting beliefs, the rest of the steps of the process become much easier. The fourth step to manifesting is acceptance. Acceptance in this stage comes in many different forms. Accepting the belief that you deserve to have what you want is a good starting point. Accepting the invisible laws of the universe and accepting your ability to create reality with your mind are some other good areas of acceptance. Another way to look at this step is by making sure you believe you can have this thing you want without a shadow of a doubt. Doubt is the silent killer of manifesting. If there's any doubt in manifesting the thing you want, then you must go back and clear some limiting beliefs. If you can fully accept and understand these steps, then you will, they will work in your favor perfectly and effortlessly. This step is simply a test to make sure you have made it past step number three. The fifth step is intention. Intention seals the deal when it comes to the first step of vision. Oftentimes, people think about what they want, but they never make a decision to go after it. Well, this step is critical because without consciously making a decision for what you want, it will never happen. The reason being is that people don't know how to get there. They don't know what steps to take to be able to get that big thing that they want. It often seems like an impossible task. So far out of reach. What if I told you that you don't have to know how to get to the destination at the moment of making the decision? In fact, the, the decision needs to come first 
and the things that seem impossible to manifest can only come to fruition if you make the decision and, of course, believe that you deserve that thing. Making the decision first is more important than how you get there because the unconscious mind is so powerful, it's going to fill in the gaps for you. As long as you move towards the goal and are willing to do step number eight, it will all fall into place. There's much debate on whether you should assign a specific date on your vision, because this process works even if you don't specify an end date. However, what if you were a person that was able to create and achieve your goals by the time frame you set? By setting a time frame, it allows for two things. The first being, if you don't achieve your goal by the date you set, it likely means you have some limiting beliefs in the unconscious mind getting in the way. This simply means you need to go back to step number three. The second thing it allows for is a development of trust with your unconscious mind that you are your word. Your word is the most powerful thing that exists. And if you can say something is going to happen by whatever date and it happens, then you have become a master. You just figured out how to win in the matrix. The sixth step to manifesting is by far the most challenging. Once you realize how easy it is to get past step number three of belief. Don't get me wrong. I've cleared a lot of limiting beliefs in an 18 month period of time. So it does take some work. Most people don't know how easy it is to overcome limiting beliefs, so people just give up because they are clueless to what's stopping them, or maybe they know, but don't have any idea what to do about it. The real secret, folks, is the unconscious and how the unconscious mind works. This is where you need to go to work. Once you discover the tools in order to do so, Step number three is incredibly easy. Have you not realized the game you are in and how to level up yet? The sixth step, which Neville Goddard focused a lot of his teachings on, is the step of feeling and acting as if you already have the thing you want. It's imagining and feeling like you have already achieved your goal. It's as if you already know what's happened and you're just waiting for it to appear. This has been the most challenging step for me to conquer because this is an emotional state, or in other words, a vibrational state. This requires the law of vibration. It's challenging because some of these feeling states are so unfamiliar to us. I'm going to give you a couple examples of why this step is challenging. First example if you want to manifest being irresistible to women and you're not a confident guy, it will be difficult for you to feel the confidence of being an irresistible man if you've never felt it before. To manifest that way with women, you need to start thinking, acting, feeling, and exuding from your being that level of confidence. Going from zero to 100 on the confidence scale is no easy task. The second example is imagine someone who has always been financially poor and now they're trying to manifest winning the lottery or striking it rich. You don't know what that level of wealth feels like on a vibrational scale. 
So how can you act as if you already have it? Do you know what it feels like to be a millionaire? It's a distinct vibrational frequency. Trying to manifest a million dollars in a month takes some real belief and skill. I recommend starting off with something smaller and refine this process until you master it. I'm not saying it isn't possible to go from one extreme to the next, but it's difficult for our unconscious mind to believe it's possible. So we need to gather evidence for our abilities. The trick is to start manifesting with small things and then gradually increase to bigger and bigger things. By doing this, your vibrational levels will increase with time. And this increase will get you closer and closer to your goal. Your ability to manifest will grow rapidly the better you get at it too. This is where neuroscientist Joe Dispenza comes in. He has the people who attend his workshops meditate and get connected to those future feeling states. His techniques are a great way to practice the acting as if step of manifesting. The seventh step to manifesting is allowance, which is really a twofold step. It really has two important points to focus on. The first is receiving, but if you really look at the receiving component, it's intertwined with belief systems. Some people have difficulty receiving from others. This was me, and I created, I created it primarily due to guilt. You see, this world is an amazing and magical place that is actually working to get you what you want. You were designed with the ability to manifest with your mind. And some of us block what the universe is trying to give us by not allowing to receive. If this is you, there are two things to do. First, clear the limiting beliefs you created around not receiving that you developed from the past. The second is consciously be aware of receiving. Bring awareness to the receiving component and even say to yourself, I'm open to receiving and allowing good things to come into my life. Say that daily and frequently. Adding the power of emotions of appreciation and gratitude, Abraham Hicks Staples, will also tell the universe you like the work it's doing for you. Your unconscious mind will work even harder to get you what you want. The second part of the formula of allowance, or more so what blocks us from receiving, is attachment. This is such a deadly killer to manifesting. If you are attached to an outcome, it really does the opposite of the step of acting as if you've already received it. Expectation or an attachment to an outcome will stop manifestation in its tracks. This step also has its challenges because it involves complete trust and faith in our manifesting abilities. If you believe with conviction these steps, you will receive all you desire. Ask and ye shall receive. Matthew. I also want to clear up this idea that want infers lack. Have you ever heard that before? This is not entirely true. Some people have collapsed their wants with attachment. For example, saying things like, I have to have this or else. You have everything you need in the moment and accepting and appreciating what you have is important in this step. Everyone creates their own meaning for words and people have collapsed the wanting with attachment. 
The second part of allowance is really letting go of attachment and expectation. As long as you follow these steps as designed, you will manifest everything you desire into reality. You need to act as if you have already received it and feel it in the present moment. It's almost as if you do the steps up to this point and on some level you stop thinking about the thing you want because you already put it out to the universe that you have received it. In other words, it's not caring if you don't get the result you wanted. It's a strange dichotomy, like flip sides of a coin, such as being both excited and nonchalant at the same time. It's not necessarily easy to master and takes practice. One day you just start doing it and it becomes easy. The last step to manifesting is support. I don't mean external support. I'm talking about action. I'm a strong believer that you don't have to kill yourself with work or spend 80 hours a week to achieve your dreams. Unless you're striving to be a multi-multi-billionaire like Elon Musk. Elon Musk supports his goals by backing it up with action. He is a prime example of this step. But you don't have to have his work ethic in order to get what you want. Tony Robbins always talks about taking massive action. And yes, the more action you put in, the better the results. Ultimately, this step just says that you do have to take action in order to achieve your vision. By doing this, you're supporting your own reality. If you want a mansion or more money, do you think you'll get there by spending 70% of your time isolated watching Netflix or being on the internet? I'm not saying having a mansion or being filthy rich are things to strive for, but they are wants conditioned into the minds of many. So it's a relatable concept. Whatever you focus on will manifest itself into reality. If you are taking massive actions in your business, then you are focusing on manifesting more wealth into your life. You could almost say the support step is really the focus step. Focus on the actions necessary to take your vision into physical reality. For me, action was a difficult thing, and a lack of action is often experienced as procrastination or a lack of motivation. If that is you, then let me give you the secret to overcoming step number eight. You need to go back to step number three and work with your unconscious mind and belief systems. You're welcome to call me anytime for a consultation. I'm finally through this episode, and I have to say I'm proud of how it turned out. I truly believe if you focus on these steps and master these steps, you will see tremendous results. Step number three is the access to all the other steps. Without clearing limiting beliefs, you don't have a shot at manifesting. You need to believe you deserve the things you want. I want you to look at these steps and not get overwhelmed because it's really only eight steps. What I do want you to take away from this is that you don't have an option but to master these steps. Your life depends on it. Without mastering these steps, you will accept a life you don't truly want. And it will be, it'll be over. It'll all be over in a blink of an eye. I implore you to do everything in your power to master these steps. And you'll thank me in the end. And of course, thank you for listening.